whiskey. Welcome to the Whiskey Underground. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the BSEA Whiskey Underground. We're here tonight in our secret speakeasy to relax and enjoy one of the finest man-made creations on Earth, whiskey. Brant. What's happening? We're back in the speakeasy. It's it's time to enjoy some whiskey. It's time to do some uh, some short pouring. I love I love it. I love it. Nothing I love better than a late night in the speakeasy with. We- Straight whiskey. We've got the piano going, the fire's, uh, the fire's kicking, it's starting to get a little cool out. Um, it's a, it is an enjoyable time of year, and what better time of year than to enjoy some heat? So this one's going to be a little hot tonight. Uh, the proof is actually 114.6. Whoa. Yeah. Math, so math, math that out to 57.3%. Yeah, it is, it is going to be a hot, volume. hot night. We're going to go down to Texas for this one. This is from the Crowded Barrel Whiskey Company. And I have to give a, a big shout out to Sammy Devalos, uh, one of our Secret Society members. Uh, Crowded Barrel Whiskey is a very small batch distillery. Uh, we've talked about these guys before. I talked about them on Three Sheets. Uh, the Whiskey Tribe, the Whiskey Vault. Down in Texas, they, they've gone from a uh, tasting the, what is it, the Masters of Malt advent calendar to regular reviews daily reviews of whiskey to making their own bourbon uh actually step in between they source their bourbon originally they're starting to make their own bourbon it is um it's been a a good three-year process of this and it's exciting to see what they've done it's exciting to finally taste their whiskey and see what these guys who are literally kind of the inspiration for what we do on our podcast uh to to see what they could do with some whiskey so let's so they get got, they've got their own bourbon or whiskey laid down now they, they've got their own whiskey laid down they're doing some fun things with it it's um they're they're doing some peated whiskey they're doing some uh different finishes they've got uh french wines napa wines um I, they're taking old Irish barrels. They're, they're doing some interesting things with, with different whiskeys. Uh, so the first batch, this is actually one of the first few batches that they received when, and now you can go check them out on YouTube, receiving the barrels. So essentially they got 13 different barrels from MGP in Indiana. Um, some of them have different mash bills. Some of them are all the same. But this one is a, uh, so this one is Eleanor Bourbon Whiskey. It's Chapter 3. Uh, the year of it is 1860. So essentially this, the whole story behind this is each chapter kind of tells a story of Eleanor and uh, Valentine. Uh, what's, what's the guy's name? Valentine, Valentine something. And basically how these two people met and how their love uh, kind of fell. Uh, Valentine Weiss, that's it. Valentine Weiss 
dating back to 1856 and how their kind of love uh, transpired over the years. So in this one, um, they tell a story at the age of 14 uh, or the age of uh, 15. That summer, there were a party for graduates of the Franklin County Schools. The boys would take up their father's professions. Most of the girls were preparing for domestic life. Eleanor was leaving town to attend a woman's college. So woman, a woman going to college in 1860, pretty rare. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the evening, Valentine found her and touched her elbow. She turned and he said, Before you go, I have something for you. And he reached into his pocket and pulled out a red apple. Her mouth fell open. She gasped. It was you. And that tells the story of how they kind of first met. Um, they, you know, he would always put an apple on her desk at school and was kind of courting her for a number of years, for about eight or about four years before they really started to get to know each other. So, uh, cool story behind each bottle. Um, with this one, let me tell you a little bit about it before we taste it. It's 57.4 ABV, 114.8 proof. It is a single cask. From MGP in Indiana, the mash bill is 75 corn, 21 rye, so high rye. Yeah. And 4% barley. It went into the barrel at 120, uh, came out at 114, so it is, it is barrel proof. Um, it basically came out, and they, they basically said, if you watch the show when they talk about which one is which and which one they really liked, this is one of the ones they said, don't touch this one, don't do anything to it, let it sit. We're barreling this as it is. Uh, so it's been aged for 37 months in a uh, barrel from the Kelvin Cooperage, one of the kind of small uh, cooperage uh, places in America. And uh, I got to say, I think you're going to like it. So right, check it. out the Whiskey Tribe. Check out Crowded Barrel Whiskey Company. Uh, this is one from them. And I, I gotta, again, I want to thank Sammy Devalos because you can only buy this down, in the, down at the distillery in Austin. Uh, and he was very kind enough to uh, to pick it up for me and send it over my way. So Otherwise, man, I'd never have this. So, let's drink. Do some we know? Oil. Do we know an age on this? Yeah, thirty-seven months. So thirty-seven about, months. About. Uh, Which is great. So this is the about this three is, years in a month. So it's great. So it's not. It's under four years, so mm-hmm. it has to have the it has the age statement on the bottle. Yep, thirty-seven months. Age thirty-seven months in New American Oak. So that's by law, right? If it's under four years, it Fun, has to under have four the years, age. you have to have the age statement on it. Right. So now it's uh, now again, this then, is aged down in Texas. So thirty-seven months in Texas is like seven years elsewhere. Right. Hot and steamy. Oh yeah. Steamy Texas. So, I mean, this so, stuff is like it is pretty dark. I mean, it's like yeah, this is this is amber, almost like a caramel thing. color. Yeah, it is, it is really dark for a three year old whiskey. Mm. All right, give it a give it a smell. See what you got. So my nose, for some reason, all of a sudden, like it just knew that I was going to be tasting bourbon today, and it's jacked up. I don't know. I got just literally, <laughs> at, like when we sat down to record, my nose got stopped up. But, um, man, everything you want—bourbon, vanilla, oak—yep, it's all there. There's like buttered caramel, corn, corn dust. There's like a lot of the corn. It's like when you. Um, when you're kind of like in a, I don't know. Have you ever been? You got farms down there in Louisiana, like corn farms. 
You think? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's like when you're on a corn farm and you get in near the silo and you get all that corn dust and you get that like dry corn fla- uh, corn smell. It's, uh, it's uh, like husk. Yeah, like husk. It smells really good. It's got, I mean, you definitely can tell the kind of the apple notes to it, the caramel notes, really, really high vanilla. I am surprised vanilla. that this is this fucking young and looks and smells like this. I know. This smells really good for a, a three-year-old whiskey. I'm telling you, Texas can Texas weather can do some good things with whiskey. There's there's some barrel spice on the notes or on the nose. You can de- definitely tell it's high proof. Oh, you can definitely tell it's high proof. It it'll it'll sting sting your your nostrils. Oh yeah. Stings the nostrils. Stings the nostrils. It's not quite Sex Panther, but... Right. <laughs> I love this, man. All right, get in there. Try that. Man, that's, that's not too overpowering for no. 114. Man, that's fucking smooth. The palate is kind of like spiced honey, like peppery honey. With a really warm feeling. It, you could tell it's high proof because it warms you up. But it doesn't burn. Okay. Going backwards, the finish is, dude, it is so thick and warm. I know. It's like molasses, like, finish. It is crazy how, like, rich this thing is. Like, you look look at the legs on this thing. Well, it's taken, you can tell it's high proof because it takes a a long time for the legs to develop. And when we talk about legs, you know, one of the things that we're going to do over the, the next year... Let's talk about some of the things that you can do to taste whiskey and get get the feel of whiskey. Turn your glass on on its side so it kind of like runs up the side of the glass and you see the the kind of like the whiskey run down and create these long lines. This has incredible legs on it. She's got legs. Mm. And Eleanor knows how to use them, man. Again, it is it is high proof, but it is so smooth. I wish I had. I wish I had a good enough palate to describe all the shit I'm tasting. But I mean, it's got kind of like a. It's got a, a toffee butterscotch. Yeah, there's definitely toffee and butterscotch in there. I'll tell you what, man. This uh, this is highly underrated. Again can't find it really anywhere outside of the distillery. You have to go there to get it. Um, even if you you can buy it online, and that's how I got it. I bought it online, and then you have to pick it up. You can't have it shipped to you, so it's uh, it's really, really difficult to find. But let me tell you something. So are there, do, what, do they have described tasting notes for this particular batch? Uh, yes, they do have some. Um, 
Their tasty notes are rounded uh, butter, caramel, and rich honey, uh, corn, fresh hay, and light barrel spice. There is some barrel spice to it, but I think it's, it's less barrel, more just the high rye content. I agree. I agree with that. But the rye doesn't bother me in this for some reason. And I, I, dude, I'm still blown away. This is fucking 37 Three, three years old. old, right? Yeah. So, you think they buy it they buy it unaged from MGB? No, they they bought it, I want to say... No, no, they bought it unaged. They basically... They bought it unaged, shipped the barrels up to MGP, the, then MGP filled their barrels for them. They went to the Kelvin Coopers, they picked out barrels for these. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, if I remember correctly, from their... Uh, from the video, it's a number three char or a number four char. So it's a pretty good char. And I think that's why you get this great color, this great smooth flavor. Yeah, yeah I mean, um, you get some kind of that heavy char too. You get, I think you get like that crystallized sugar in the, uh, that barrel. Yeah, yeah, you definitely get a nice, uh, nice brown sugar note on this one. Um, it's really good. I'm not, a, I'm not usually a high rye guy, but this one is... This one takes the cake. Yeah. 21% rye, you can taste it, but it's that good rye finish. It's that good rye spice that's not going to overly burn the insides of your, your chest. It's not going to like give you that uh, eucalyptus or menthol taste that, that normally comes with rye. So what do you say? It's 21 rye? 21 rye, 75 corn, and 4% barley. So it's very, very small percent barley. And really, the barley is definitely overshadowed. You don't really taste too much of the barley notes here. The barley, in something like this, I I just learned this when I took this W set. We see see malted barley in almost all bourbon bourbon mash bills. Right. It's it's always always there, and it's rye and and wheat that kind of get flip-flopped. Mm-hmm. The grains, the corn, the rye, the wheat don't have enzymes to induce fermentation. So you have to have malted barley in the mash bill yes. to induce fermentation. If you do a 100% corn mash bill like you have in Hudson Baby Bourbon, you have to buy store-bought fabricated enzymes to add to the mash bill right. to create, to, to start to fermentation. So when you see malted barley at a low, low percentage like this, they're trying to not have it aid the aid in flavor. It's strictly there for, for fermentation. Uh, purposes, pretty much purposes only. So, when you see threes and fours and fives malted, malted barley, it is literally there for fermentation. They're trying not to add that that to the the flavor, which is pretty cool. Malted yeah. malted barley is the only well. See, in barley, in Scotch, won't fermentate either. It has to be malted. The barley has to be malted to start to have that enzyme. Uh, that will start the fermentation, fermentation yeah. process. It's uh, again. I I enjoy this because it is something that's uh, again. MGP Indiana. They tell you right on the website this comes from MGP, and most most bourbons don't do that. If they if they source it, they say, oh, it's distilled in Indiana yeah. and Tennessee. 
they tell you straight up, we bought this from MGP. Because I, I, I think that's going to become a thing because MGP is becoming like highly, you know, respected they, they, now. They distill good stuff. Yeah. They distill good stuff. Yeah. And I like what they did. They, they bought their own barrels and sent them up to MGP and said, okay, here's our 13 barrels. You fill them up, send them back to us, and then we're going to age them in our, in our uh, tasting room, in our distillery, until we think it's ready to, uh, to bottle. And this was one of the very first ones they bottled. It's gotten good reviews. I was very lucky to pick up a couple of bottles of this. Um, Sammy, if you're, you know, when you when you get around to tasting it, let us know your thoughts on it because we want to hear what you have to say about it. Because you are the only one I know that has another tasting has another of bottle? this. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm pouring a second. This is great. I want to hit it with a little water. We put some water in this, Eleanor. Um. God, that opens up so much. Wow, dude. Wow. I, I get so much so much more of like the those that just the caramel and toasted yes, oak. Yes, the toasted oak is pretty sugary, heavy. brown brown sugary. Yeah, that that uh, you know what? The hay really comes out. The 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 fresh hay really shines on it now. I think what I like most about this, um, uh, which is evident in the bottle, you know, luckily Sammy picked us up two bottles, <laughs> which is evident in the bottle that I've spent time drinking down here while you've been away, is the warmth and the oiliness of this barrel-proof whiskey. Scott. Yep. You need more. I don't know if I've, I don't know if I've ever done this, <laughs> but I emptied a dram. I think I have remaining juice in every dram that you've sent me for a show or a short pour, except this one. Dude, this is really and good. I'm actually going to drink it with a little water in it. I would tell you, I would, I would. You know what? Actually, actually, fuck it. Hold on. I'm taking this last bit. I'm putting it in a rocks glass on a big cube. Hang okay. On. All right. Brent, don't mind this, but Brent's going to head over to the bar and get an actual glass with some ice on it. See what he does to this. See how this plays out. We, we talk about drinking whiskey, how you how you like to drink whiskey, and if I'm drinking whiskey to enjoy mm-hmm. it, I mean, when, I, when we taste, I always drink it neat. I always drink it with a little bit of water. But when I drink it to enjoy it, I like it cooler on a big rock. A big, uh, a big rock, and this is my last bit of it, and I want to enjoy it. So I pour it on a big old square cube and a rocks glass. I'm a little chill. Now, Scott, do you know it's, if this is chill, chill filtered? It's not it's chill not, filtered. I it's can not see chill it, filtered. It, instantly, I can see all of the fatty acids starting to, yeah. to lump in it. I'm going to try to take a picture of this because this is an absolutely perfect explanation of... Chill filtering? Non-chill. Yeah, non-chill filtering. Yeah. Um, no, they definitely don't chill filter it. Uh, that is something that uh, Dan. Uh, wait, why am I blanking on the guy's last name? Daniel Whittington and Rex. They love Dalmore. They do like Dalmore, but the one thing they do kind of shit on is a little bit of the chill filtering because it does take it does take away from the whiskey taste, right? Dude, one, one hundred percent. I am an advocate. I will buy, and I, I would, I'll tell cheaters if you find something that's not chill, that's non-chill filtered. I want it. If it's, I, I want it. I don't care what it is. Scott, I picked up the other day 
a Deanston, oh, Deanston. single malt, a Deanston single malt Scott non-aged state statement just because it was non-chill. The virgin oak. The virgin oak. Most of the Deanston. I, I think all of the Deanston is non-chill filtered. The 12. I know. I have this a 12. One, this one says it's non-chill. This one says non-chill filtered. I bought it just because it's non-chill yeah. filtered because I love non-chill filtered. Oh, God. This one's so good. All right. Man, this you know this is butter popcorn. Yeah, it's nice to have Jeeves back so you can have your rocks again. Mm-hmm. Dude, that is. <laughs> I cannot believe this is fucking three years old. I, I don't know. I don't know what they what they did, but I'm telling you, man, oh. they it, it must be something with the Texas weather because I know you're not a fan of Balconas, but I love Balconas, and this actually reminds me a lot of Balconas. Where really, it's got that nice spiciness, big bold flavors. Balconas is I, I want to say only twenty four months old or twenty one months old. I think Balconas could stand another year in the barrel to see how it flavors out. But man, three years old, this one is outrageous. I I got a rating already. Okay, you got yeah, a I got a rating. This. What are you thinking? Um, I'll tell you this: it's this one. I think in my uh, in my rating system, gold medals are had at ninety. Yes. So for me, as I always look back and recap, E. H. Taylor single barrel, Elijah Craig barrel proof, McAllen rare cask. Mm-hmm. These are some of the things in that in that company. Little book, uh, little book, one, uh, not the rye one, the second one, but rye one was close. So those are things that hold gold medals. This for me, I would say I have I have about 21, 20, 20 different whiskeys out of that we've tasted so far that I've tasted so far and rated and um, jotted down my notes that are in the nineties. It's 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 a rattle, high, rattle off a couple rattle off a couple couple here uh, Weller Antique one hundred seven. Uh, there's a cognac in there actually that Martell XO that you sent me. Um, Fucking right, yeah, but dude, that that yeah, is, that's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, Lagavulin sixteen. Um, yeah, I could agree with that. I've had that. Booker's number two. Uh, that Weller Antique store pick that you sent me way back in the day. Uh, yes. Redbreast twelve, Downmore twelve, Colonel E. H. Taylor, Bottle and Bond single barrel, and the small batch are both in the nineties. Uh, Glendronic twenty one, Little Book number one, Rare Cast, Blanton's Gold. Knob uh, mm. Creek 14 that I tasted on the live tasting of that. Um, so a good number of them are. Some I'm gonna assume though that you're you're giving this a, a 90 plus rating. It's uh it's up there, man. It is up there. So I I think this is a, for me this is a 90 this is a 91. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I I, I I don't give it any higher than that. First of all, tell me what was the price point? Price point is fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Fifty dollars. Okay. All right. The rare, the rarity's hard because I know I can't get it again. I mean, that adds a little bit, you know, adds a little bit to it. I think, um, but all around for something so young, and it's just crazy. This this defies logic. Mm-hmm. Um. That gives it that score. That score for me. 
Uh, I don't think I've rated anything over a, a, 90, a 94. So, I mean, this is like now, pretty high up Now, there. I had tasted this on my own before. I gave it an 88 originally. Okay. After adding water, this jumped up to a 90. This is a very, very good whiskey, which, I mean, rivals some of the big boys. The Wellers, the Colonel E.H. Taylors, the Elmer T. Lees. This, this is up there, man. This is really up. I gave Jack Daniels Single Barrel Barrel Proof a 91. And I think this rates up there because of its, or the Barrel Proof one. A 91, because I love the Barrel Proof. And we'll have to taste that on, on another episode. Um, this is up there at 90. A, a good Barrel Proof whiskey, a Barrel Proof bourbon, is always welcome. And I think that those are better because of the proof, the oils, the, the heat to it. It just, it. it just fits better with a bourbon than something at a 45 or a 48 range. This is delicious. I mean, as I drink it on on ice, I'm you're I'm in he- slowly, you're in heaven, man. I'm slowly sipping it because I don't want it to be the, the end. This is fantastic. You are in heaven right now. I would spend fifty bucks on this bottle tomorrow in a heartbeat. Sammy Duvalis, you're going back to Austin. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, so love it. It, it is difficult to obtain. Um, their, uh, their whiskeys are first only available to those who are members of the Whiskey Tribe and their Patreons. They, they do this thing to help crowdsource the whiskey, help fund their, their program. Uh, you become a member of their Patreon, and then that allows you to buy bottles of whiskey first. Um, it, it, it's kind of a gimmicky program. And, I, and I, again, I say I was very lucky that they had these available online that you could purchase them. However, if you go to the distillery, they have bottles that are set aside that they sell at the distillery. And if you're lucky enough to the, that they're available, then grab them. So, um, sadly, I think the Eleanor story is coming to an end. They have uh, seven bottles right now that are, that are barreled. Uh, there are five more to go. But once those five are done, the Eleanor story is done. And they're on to their own, uh, they're on to their own whiskey at this point. Nice. Very cool, man. It's a cool story. I'm glad it's somewhere other than Kentucky or Tennessee. It's, that's aging and putting this out. Yeah, that's pretty pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool. And, uh, and it's awesome. Awesome to see they're actually going to have some some local made product. You know. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see what happens with them in the future. But uh, again, I want to reach out to uh, I want to mention Sammy Devalos. Uh, thank you for, for muling this up to us. It was a, uh, a wonderful whiskey. We hope you enjoyed it as well. And uh, again, share share with your with us on the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash BSEA podcast, and let us know what your tasting notes were so we can we can kind of sit here and uh, reminisce with you about this. Sammy, if you bought two bottles and you hate the first one. <laughs> Second one sold. Now we Just have. Let me know. I think we have. Uh, he sent us some vials of Chapter Five, um, eighteen sixty four, that that we have to taste on the show uh, in the near future. We have to we have to try that. So we'll we'll revisit some Eleanor 
in the near future. Uh, that bottle, of course, is sold out and is gone and done and dusted. So, Brant, sorry, we can't get that one either. Fuck. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to taste it now. Yeah. Uh, so, look, go over to our, our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash podcast, and let us know what you're drinking. It's a, it's a fun place to, uh, to join the Secret Society. And those of you on the Secret Society, we, we appreciate your your input there. We appreciate your content there. Absolutely. I, I mean, I always say it's a great place uh, to see what other people are drinking, see what other people are finding, um, hear what's hot, hear what's not. Um, you know, we got some people that will speak their mind and tell you what to, to stay away from. Um, and it's and Scott, it's not just it's not just bourbon and whiskey. I mean, you know, there's there's tequila talk on there. There's a couple things. It's mainly I like to say it's mainly brown water. It's mainly aged yeah. aged spirits. Yeah. Um, there's been some cigars on there too. Thanks. There has thanks been to some Chris. Cigars on Chris, there. Chris Trossel, has rekindled yeah. my love uh, for cigars, and I hate him for it and love him for it at the same time. I'm actually I'm actually going away for Labor Day weekend, and I think I'm going to take a couple stogies with me, in case I get a wild hair. Oh, dude, definitely do it. It's there's nothing more relaxing. And I posted on the on the Facebook group uh, when I went down to the shore for uh, for August. I had some Woodford Double Oak with a couple of different Fuente cigars, and I'll tell you what. A cigar really brings out a lot of the fruit notes and bourbon. I haven't tried it with any scotch yet because I'm just afraid of what it's going to do to the scotch. But, man, a cigar with a good bourbon, it just becomes like... I tried it with Widow Jane. It was straight-up cherry juice, man. It was so fruit-forward. It was so delicious. Scott, that that Martell XO with a good cigar would have been dynamite. Well, I need some more then. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what I can do about that. <laughs> that Martell XO was really good. A cognac, a fine cognac with a cigar would probably be amazing. Yeah. All right, look, well, as we finish up tonight's short pour, um, we want to tell you that uh, we're going to have some episodes coming out. Our our first season, which has turned into a little, little bit longer than a year, is wrapping up. Go out and get uh, the Stag Junior, the Avalor Abenade, uh, so you can, you can join us and taste that with us. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Mr. Blauhimmel from the SEA. We're going to have a guest on the show, our, our official last guest. We're going to have some more guests as we do this going forward, but our official last guest in the speakeasy for the first season. Of season one. Yeah, for the first season. So uh, going forward, I want to uh, wish you all a, a educational and enjoyable whiskey experience. And it's time to leave you with our club mission statement. So, Brant. Scott, if you came here to learn, drink what you learned. If you came here to share, share what you drink. If you came here as a stranger, may you exit as a friend. And if you came for an adventure, drink drink up. up. Cheers, Cheers, everybody. Oh, dude. I love it. That's fucking delicious. That was incredible.